Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, July 20th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump versus the pandemic. Violent protests in Portland, Oregon enter day 52. Crime crisis in New York City. Also ahead. If they could, they'd cancel the national anthem. I have a replacement. But first... President Trump sat for an extensive interview with Chris Wallace. It was an interesting chat. On the polls, Mr. Trump said, quote, First of all, I am not losing because those are fake polls. On the election, I think mail-in voting is going to rig the election. I have to see. Look, I have to see. No, I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no to challenging the results of the election in November. Mr. Trump on Mr. Biden, I say he's not competent to be president. To be president, you have to be sharp and tough and so many other things. He doesn't even come out of his basement. Joe doesn't know he's alive, okay? He doesn't know he's alive. Trump on the COVID response. No country has ever done what we've done. In terms of testing, we are the envy of the world. You look at other countries, they don't even do tests. They do tests if somebody walks into the hospital. It is COVID that proves the biggest challenge to President Trump's re-election, especially getting the schools open. Riots in Portland, Oregon, entering the eighth week Far-left Mayor Ted Wheeler has lost control, but refuses help from the federal government to stop the violence. The White House deployed agents anyway, with U.S. Marshals arresting people. The ACLU now suing the Trump administration, claiming the officers are, quote, terrorizing the community. The ACLU operating as if it doesn't care about the violence. Gun violence in New York City? Crazy. At least nine people shot on Saturday, the NYPD reporting a 130% increase in shootings after the department disbanded its elite anti-crime unit. In a moment, if they could, they'd cancel the national anthem. I have a replacement. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD 
to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The next analysis is kind of tongue-in-cheek, but spotlights the madness currently gripping America. The Los Angeles Times, a newspaper in a wee bit of economic trouble, recently featured a column suggesting America embrace a new national anthem, possibly because the Star-Spangled Banner, with all that rocket's red glare stuff, may make some sensitive souls feel unsafe, and we wouldn't want that. Writer Jody Rosen opined, quote, The very idea of a national anthem, a hymn to the glory of the country, feels like a crude relic, another monument that may warrant tearing down. But if we must have an anthem, it should be a far different one than what we have now, positing another kind of patriotism. And it would also be neat if it was, you know, a decent song, unquote, by Jody Rosen. She goes on to suggest a new national anthem of the United States be a song by the late Bill Withers called Lean on Me. Is that neat or what? So I am envisioning the Olympics. An American has just won a gold. And as the honor is placed around his or her neck, the world hears this. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Fabulous. The entire stadium singing along. What a message. Everyone is safe. Everything will work out, you know? Forget the relic, lyric, land of the free, home of the brave. That's not inclusive enough. Some of us are wimps. Don't we have a right to be represented in the national anthem? Talk about triggering. So Jody's idea is cool and, yes, neat, but it won't work. The Lean On Me song is too emotional. The anthem must be stirring. If football players are going to brutalize each other, they can't be singing Lean On Me when you're not strong right before the on-field carnage begins. Therefore, I am proposing the new national anthem be a song that cuts across boundaries, a song that reflects the vibrance of our country. That's right, Living in America by James Brown is the only choice. I mean, seriously, how brilliant is this? Remember when Rocky IV knocked the pudding out of the big Russian guy, Drago? Rocky would not have been ferocious had he just sung Lean on Me. So let's get down with the new national anthem. Hit it. Super highways coast to coast, easy to get anywhere. When there's no destination that's too far and somewhere on the way, you might find out who you are. Living in America, eye to eye, station to station, living in America, hand to hand, across the nation. Hey, who needs the War of 1812? I can tell you Francis Scott Key would gladly step aside for that. And it would be impossible for Colin Kaepernick and his crew to kneel with that song playing. They'd be getting down like everybody else. So let's do this, people. Take it home, James. Living in America, so nice with your bad self. Living in America, I feel good. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com for honest election and pandemic coverage. Also, please join our Stand Up for America movement. In a moment, something you might 
not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. New cases of COVID currently breaking records in the USA. That means most folks are staying home this summer. Air travel everywhere down 85% since the outbreak began in March. Travel experts say people are planning vacations instead of vacations. Most popular destination, the local beach. More than 45% of the planet's population lives within 60 miles of the ocean. All that swimming comes with a few risks. Rip currents, waves, sunburn, and of course, sharks. In 2019, last year, there were 64 fatal shark attacks on the planet. Here are the places to avoid if you want to stay off the menu. Florida's west coast, unlike other oceans where the continental shelf exists 50 miles from shore, the Gulf of Mexico drops off just one mile from the beach. That brings bigger predators closer to you. Next, Queensland, Australia. The region is home to 166 species of shark, including 10 man-eaters like the Great White. 52 people have been killed off the coast of Queensland in the last century. South Africa, also dangerous for shark attacks. Millions of tourists visit the country each year for water recreation, including surfing, scuba, sailing, and cage diving. Finally, the fierce Farallon Islands off the coast of California. The archipelago, 30 miles west of San Francisco, has some of the largest great whites on Earth. Sharks there can grow up to 20 feet long. So keep that in mind, San Francisco people. Today, sharks are making a big comeback. Once hunted to the edge of extinction, the global shark population has quadrupled since the 1960s. And here in America, Cape Cod has been a central point of controversy involving great white sharks. For the past decade, the Great Whites, feasting on seals, have gathered off the coast of Massachusetts, where millions of people summer. And that is a very scary situation. So if you're going up to New England, to Cape Cod, be very cognizant of that. Lifeguards are on duty, but they're not going to help you if a Great White decides you look like an appetizer. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.